You're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is Mitchell Ledoux, a graduate of NYU and current Ezra Experiential Education Fellow at Hunter Hillel. I grew up in Riverdale, which is kind of like a Jewish neighborhood in the Bronx. And I went to a Jewish preschool and like kindergarten all through eighth grade. And I went to synagogue. So I didn't really like realize that like other people weren't Jewish because everybody I knew to some extent kind of was Jewish, although I have like family that's not Jewish. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. Cause then like, I also get to watch Christmas movies. But like one thing that I remember is like the first time that I can remember praying, which is when I was uh, six and I was in first grade and my Hebrew teacher was very scary. And she would like yell at us, which is terrifying. I was so small. She was like grading our homeworks and we were all like standing there in a line. And you know, I was, I was six years old and I didn't really understand the world. And I thought we were learning math in school and I was like, counting is nuts. And I was like, oh my gosh. So the highest, as high of a number as I can count to clearly in my six-year-old brain, that's how, that's how long I'll live. Because clearly, look, it's, it's 2004. I, I understand how life works. And I'm like this, I, I'm, I'm like, I'll basically live forever as long as I can keep counting. So I'm in, I'm in first grade. Uh, the teacher is grading people's homeworks and she's just yelling at each of them. These, you know, these, these, you know, it's like, it's like a disassembly line. She's just, just screaming at every kid. And I, uh, and I look up to the ceiling and I, and I think in my head to God, look, if I can like pass this homework assignment and she doesn't yell at me, I'll give up the counting thing. In my, so like my first Jewish memory is talking to God being like, Hey, I, I renounce immortality if it means like I can pass this homework assignment. Maybe, maybe there are some things about that, that, that say things about me as a person today, but uh, that, that's definitely the first thing I remember. Judaism I grew up with at home was very much like rules oriented and it was kind of all about like, you know, we kept full kosher and we kept full Shabbat and like those, that was the way it was. And I was taught like, that is what Judaism is. But like, even like my friends from synagogue and middle school, like they did not do those things. And it always felt like a thing about me that was different. I always felt like a little bit weird with them, but felt kind of weird with me. Cause I was like, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. It was just like a thing that was happening, you know, like, this is what we're having for dinner. And also, um, if I use my phone on Shabbat, Hashem will be mad. Like, those are just, like, the things that you think about. I guess, like, there's no, like, big moment, but there's kind of just, like, like, a lot of, like, passive things that happen. Like, I remember my first, like, Shabbat in college. I was thinking to myself, and I was like, oh, you know, am I going to keep Shabbat in college and then, therefore, in the rest of my life? Like, maybe. Uh, pro- yeah, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? It was Friday. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep Shabbat, Shabbat today. And that clearly that means that I'll just be a guy who keeps Shabbat. And then it was like my second night in my Weinstein extra large twin bed. And I was like having trouble sleeping because if anybody's ever been in an extra long twin bed in Weinstein, that's the experience. And I was like, okay, uh, I think I'm going to listen to like an episode of The Office to help fall asleep. And then like, that was that. And so I think the fact that this thing that like had been kind of ingrained in me, like that these are the rules and these are things you can and can't do. It never really felt like it was coming from like a place that I understood or felt super comfortable with, which is why it like didn't feel like the biggest deal to just move away from because one night I wanted to watch like Office Olympics or whatever. 
definitely when I started, you know, not going by those rules, like there's a part of you that's just like, oh man, I like things the way that they are. So like, even if change is good, change is scary. It was definitely like a source of uh, kind of like tension and confusion for me, especially like my first year at college when I wasn't really active in the Hillel or anything. And so like, I went from somebody that was in all these Jewish spaces and doing all these Jewish things all the time to like the only Jewish thing I would do is I would walk down the stairs on Shabbat instead of taking the elevator. And I still have to take the elevator up because like we didn't have stair access or whatever. But like, that was a very different thing. And there was a part of me that felt bad. And there was a part of me that was like, I mean, this is how I want to live my life. But uh, it was definitely until I kind of figured out what made sense for me, there was definitely some of that tension. I think that like kind of that moment in my freshman year was when I stopped maybe caring as much about the rules, but still didn't know what to replace it with. And I, I think a big part of like becoming a member of the Bronfen Center community is I like realized like, oh my gosh, like this like kind of beautiful community that's coming together is this kind of amazing thing. And like, that's the thing that feels um, important and meaningful to me. And I don't know, I ended up like writing these like different debray Torah just because that was a thing I like to do. And there's this one weird moment where they're talking about the shekel and they call it the holy shekel. There's two different like schools of thought about why the shekel is called the holy shekel. And one person thinks that it's because it was like this perfect thing made out of gold and there was like a complete absence of imperfection. It was all like made through these perfect processes. And one person thought that it's the holy shekel because everybody gave in a shekel and that's how they reported the census. And because like this shekel was the thing that these people used to become a part of something that was bigger than themselves, like that's what made it holy. And I think that that, like, more than anything, kind of sums up maybe the Judaism I grew up in and, like, the Judaism that I feel very strongly now. It's, like, I don't think that, like, being holy or being close to God is, like, the absence of imperfection or doing the wrong thing. I think it's, like, coming together with your community to become a part of something bigger than yourself. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective at the NYU Bronfman Center. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for new episodes every Monday.